Well, you know, that's like a classic bad Cosmo uh, advice is like really, really rough, rough with <laughs> Twist them. <laughs> you can treat it like a bop it. <laughs> bop it. Twist Turn it. it. <laughs> Flick Squeeze it. it. Hi. Hi. This is Rant and Review, where we rant about current events and then review a culturally relevant topic and give it a completely arbitrary rating. I'm Allison. And I'm Katie. And this week we will be reviewing Amazon. There's no guarantee that Amazon.com can be a successful company. Internet, schminternet. So how's it going? It's good. How's it going with you? Good. How's your week going? <laughs> good, except that I pulled my calf muscle literally not doing oh, yeah, anything we both have injuries <laughs> you talk about your injury first okay so it was raining yesterday and so I was thinking that my softball game was gonna get called off it wasn't so we all showed up but then like half the other team didn't show up so they had to forfeit the game so then we just we didn't even play but somehow I pulled my calf muscle anyway because <laughs> we did like batting practice I swung the bat once and felt some kind of pop sensation in my calf. And now I can not walk. How did you swing the bat in your calf? Because, you know, like you rotate. Oh, because you're like rotating. Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and my calf was already a little twingy, you know? Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to run since we're not playing. And then one swing. Anyway, it's fine. Well, I rode an e-bike for the first time. Oh, yesterday. which what brand? Uh, Lime. Oh yeah, you got injured. What happened? So they're like pretty heavy, right? Yeah, they're huge. And I also, I've just, I haven't, I don't usually ride a bike. Like I don't own a bicycle right now. Yeah. Um, I have ridden bikes before. Um, Obviously, but I just haven't had one in a while. And yeah. um, but I was like, oh, it's an e-bike, so it'd be like whatever. I I was gonna run downtown, and then I was running late. And mm-hmm. um, didn't have time to like fully run the, it's like four miles or something. And I was going to miss the train. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll like rent one of these bikes. And then did the whole thing. I had to like download that, blah, blah, blah. But it was fast. And then <clears throat> rode it all the way pretty much downtown. And then at a certain point had to stop and get off. I can't remember why. <laughs> it was it was just like a bad intersection or something. I was like waiting. I don't remember why. Of which we have many here in Seattle. Oh yeah, like not, not really, not actually really bike friendly. Poor. I I definitely felt what everyone talks about all the time, which is that there are good stretches of bike lane in mm-hmm. Seattle, and then huge gaps where you're like totally screwed. Yeah, and like I'm about to die, mm-hmm. like get killed by a bus or whatever. At one point, I was like right next to a bus, and mm-hmm. I was like, ah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like made it to the Second Avenue, like protected bike lane. So I was like, okay, cool, like all the way, and then got off at one point and like the bike like the chain no 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 just like the bike itself like ran into my leg and it's oh. so heavy the yeah. like e-bike is like so heavy and has like heavy like mechanical parts or whatever and it like it felt like it crushed my leg <laughs> like it <was>, like <laughs> hit it so hard um what and part then, of your leg like right by my ankle oh ow yeah yeah so I think it was just like a sensitive like it, it's kind of thin there yeah. and it just like banged into my bone and like bruised yeah. it a little bit today it feels fine but overall riding that e-bike was really fun I liked it yeah it's fun I I'm shocked that you I would not ride one downtown yeah it was totally fine except well once I got to the second avenue 
um, bike lane, it was fine. But yeah. in between, and then I was coming from Ballard, so oh, wow. you know you can take the Burt Gilman, and then there's like a a really good um, trail. You mm, go through mm-hmm. you know downtown or whatever. But um, but getting to Second Avenue is like really scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was the part that was like really hard. But mm. anyways, it was kind of expensive. It's not cheap. No, yeah. I, it was like twelve dollars for Whoa, uh, like five mile. That's ride. a lot. I, I guess I've never ridden one that long. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it was a good. I also still missed the train, which was so annoying. Oh, I missed good. it by like three minutes, and then I had to take an hour bus. <laughs> oh god, that's annoying. <laughs> so I saved, and then I yeah still had to wait. Anyways, but um, so another thing I wanted to talk about from just when I was in Ballard mm-hmm. is. Okay, so I went to lunch, mm-hmm. um, and so where I'm like working in Ballard, I there's like not a ton of options. It's like a lot of fast food. Mm-hmm. So I went to Wendy's, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know my old I, my old standby. I like have always loved Wendy's. I love Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's is like one of my favorite. Well, I, I guess actually I like Wendy's. I specifically only get one thing ever which is the spicy, spicy chicken, chicken sandwich yeah. obviously otherwise right. I like don't eat there I still always get it that's like it's been my favorite thing since I was like little like yeah. I have like memories of like getting it with my grandpa and stuff yeah. so oh and then I worked there did you know that that I worked you at Wendy's worked at, oh my god oh have my you god. worked food service okay you worked for some reason I thought you meant yesterday when you no. <laughs> when you ate at Wendy's you brought your laptop and Well, I will tell you that that Wendy's in Ballard yeah, is nice. Is really nice. Yeah. I was like these digs. Like I yeah. had like it was like huge. I had like a flat screen. Big like boots and boots stuff. are really nice. Yeah. Like I was like this is like a really nice Wendy's. I love that I totally misunderstood that statement. I worked at Wendy's when I was a teenager. Okay, yeah, that for makes like four way years. more sense. Wow, yeah. four years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in high school. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really fun. I liked it. <laughs> it was great. It was kind of a crazy job. But, um, um, to answer your question, no, I've never worked food ser- like at a fast food. I've never worked at a restaurant or like actually. fast casual or like. A I server. mean, I am I the type of person that should be somebody's waitress? You no. should. <laughs> you could be a bartender at like a like yeah. a yeah where you somewhere don't have to be I, nice. <laughs> yeah, somewhere where I could like be bitchy, or I could just show my. I could just be myself. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of mean people that work at Fast Yeah, but but see, I don't like that. I don't like it when people are mean yeah. in service scenario. Mean or weird. And, 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 and there's a lot of people that work those kinds of jobs and you can tell they hate it. And I I never got sick. I was like, I like just left when yeah. I was like, I'm not, I don't want to do this anymore. Like yeah. I was sick of it. I just like didn't work there. Yeah. Which not everyone can do. Not everyone has like the ability to do that. But, um, but it, you can definitely tell when someone is like upset to be yeah. working there. and like I don't blame somebody who's upset to be working there like obviously you know I think food yeah. service kind of sucks it does suck major oh my god it's like so hot you have to wear those like non-slip shoes the floors are god. so greasy and the they feeling do... of the floors is like a uniquely disgusting yeah. feeling yeah yeah where have I felt that I've definitely felt it's the greasy floor slippery like oh, tile so nasty. greasy tile yeah Oof. Okay, so the reason I brought this up, the reason I brought up my Wendy's trip, yeah, there was a reason. Yes. So I go to Wendy's, mm-hmm. walk in. I'm like, I have to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. 
And I was kind of annoyed that I hadn't gone to the bathroom at the place I was working. Uh-huh. Right. Like I'm like, oh, I could have used like a nice office bathroom. Yeah. And then instead I had now to I'm use at Wendy's. Wendy's right? Yeah. But Wendy's has a pretty nice bathroom. Usually it's not that bad. It's not like a McDonald's well, bathroom. Depends. Usually. On, depends on where you are. The Ballard depends. one sounds like it's Ballard really is like chic, a little fancy. So. <laughs> It's like the Monterey. <laughs> it's the, um, the big ta- little lies. The Taco Bell Cantina. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. The Wendy's in Monterey. <laughs> oh my God. Field trip. Renata is in there like <laughs> yelling on her cell phone. She's like, I fucking told you to give me cheese with my chili. You fucking asshole. <laughs> okay. So you're going to the bathroom okay, at Wendy's. So I'm walking to the bathroom. They're like unisex, like, you mm. know. Wow, at Wendy's. Mm-hmm. And just two, like, whatever you have to use like, the code. Oh, okay. So I'm waiting. Guy comes out. I walk in. He, like, looks so nice. I was like, oh, this guy looks... I don't know why. You know you have a flash of someone, like, you. they walk by you. And I was like, oh, what a nice man. And then I walk in. What do I see? The fucking lid mm-hmm. is left up. Mm-hmm. The seat. The seat lid. Is the toilet there. seat, the not toilet. the lid. <laughs> <laughs> the toilet seat. I'm fine seat. with the lid. The toilet seat is yes. up. Yes. Of course. Not of course. I like would <laughs> not I did not expect it to happen. Like, okay. Well, I you think you say of course because it does happen often, but I it I, just still is so jarring to me every time I encounter this. Oh, I get pissed every time. That doesn't mean I'm not like I'm not fully just like, well, of fucking course. That Yet is kind again. of, yeah, th- you're right. That is kind of what my brain did was yeah. like a, a moment, a, a second, half second of shock. And then a half second of like, of course. Yes. Are you ever shocked when you actually see the person? Well, okay. That's the worst when you're in line behind somebody. Right. Especially if you had been in puts, line with them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and even they maybe even talk to you because right. the person's like taking a long time before them or whatever. So they're like trying to make small talk or whatever, right. you know, and then they go in, come out. And you go in and the fucking seat's up. And right. I'm like, you knew I was coming in here after you. Right. You don't even have the decency to put the seat down when you know I'm coming in. Yeah. You're like, we have a personal relationship You here. just fucking tried <laughs> to talk to me. And now you're leaving the seat up. Like, what the fuck? I, I, I just yeah. get, I have like a flash of rage every time. Right. Where I usually use my foot to kick the seat down and make sure it's loud. Because <laughs> that helps me. <laughs> channel my rage a little bit you know <laughs> so you you kick it down well i'm not gonna touch it okay so this is my issue i'm yeah. like now i have to fucking touch this toilet seat that's why i use my foot okay but i have a question first of all i like could see i could visualize a seat just shattering while you do <laughs> i you wish do that. that would be so funny that would be funny um wh- what do you feel about like then your shoe germs are like on the well okay so then the other thing that i do is i do not sit down on public toilet seats ever oh you never do never so here's my whole okay so like i'm not a germaphobe i don't have like a lot of anxiety about like germs or like you know i don't know like some people like use hand sanitizer a lot and like yeah really are very careful like when people are sick Mm -hmm. you know i don't know if it's because i have a kid or because i'm like Oh my god! If someone's sick near me, I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, yeah. Which is well, 
okay, I'm a Pisces, you're a Cap. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, this mm-hmm. is like very mm-hmm. in our <laughs> classic. This is our inner personas to like yeah. kind of behave this way. But like, but yeah, if someone's like sick in the office, I'm obviously not going to try to be around them, but I'm also not like telling them to stay you're away from me be like, and like and like reacting yeah. and like yeah i've had people literally be like like yeah. make vocal like statements about it. yeah yeah okay, um, i'm not like i'm not rude i have <laughs> heard people be very mean about it like <laughs> yeah i'm more just like why are you here like, yeah it's in my in my head i'm like why like yeah. that, i mean that goes into like this whole long discussion about work culture in this country and yeah, how yeah. it's really fucked up anyway right, right. but ju- i mean if you can you should stay home if you're sick yeah um anyway so what was i saying oh um you're not a germaphobe i'm just yeah like when i use a toilet in public if it's like a fairly you'll sit fi- fine looking situation you'll like sit if it's not like bare ass to seat i will wow yeah because and like there are some situations where I'll use a liner that gives me anxiety. Yeah. (laughs) I just don't think that there's anything serious that's going to happen to you. Oh no. I, I I definitely don't think something serious is going to happen to you, but the thought alone. You just don't like the idea of it. I Mm -mm. think that's why people do it Mm -mm. because where they either don't say it or they use a liner Mm -mm. Mm because they just don't like the idea. Yeah, It's not like people are like literally getting, whatever there are some things that i am weird about like i'll well, you could get life and weird but i'm like i don't like sponges oh well sponges stink sponges are disgusting they stink Literally. i hate like shared like sponges are like Ugh, yeah at disgusting like, to at, me. like an office kitchen Ugh, office kitchen sponge is is my version of a toilet of a public to- toilet seat <laughs> wow i mean yeah you can almost see the germs like crawling around on the sponge. oh and it's always okay it's always the like blue Mm-hmm. Um, scotch bright the no 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 no. there's yes so it's always like a green and yellow sponge mm-hmm. but with a the dish soap is the blue oh, dawn dawn yeah so palm olive that the smell of that the mm-hmm. smell of that soap mm-hmm. there are two soap dish soaps that are triggering to me one <laughs> one is that dawn blue, blue dawn with yep. the duck on it always mm-hmm. oh yeah which is cute they, but, it, they but wash I, the, the smell of that in the sponge like makes me like vom and then another <laughs> dish soap is the mrs myers mm, you don't like uh, that because i dated a guy that used that <laughs> which which flavor or which scent the green one which is it green is rosemary i, I don't but know. it doesn't smell anything like rosemary i don't know what flavor <laughs> scented it flavor i don't know what scent it is but but Which, he always uh, had that same one yellow and his apartment was really messy and um okay whatever we cooked we had to do all these dishes that's a weird brand uh, oh i meant like personal brand oh to have a really messy dirty apartment but then use mrs oh Meyer's if you knew so- who it was you would like no oh. <laughs> you would like no <laughs> okay yeah like messy boy great like personal politics usually for the most part mm-hmm. but like very right. disgusting okay okay, yeah. okay got it yeah <laughs> i use so i'm like a method person mm. i use method for literally everything you're a method actor i'm 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 method <laughs> yeah i'm so method <laughs> do you think meryl uses method products i think method is the most um scented but neutral still like where you can sense it's like a lot of citrus but then it goes away very quickly it's not like super strong it doesn't linger it never like really hits me in like an overwhelming way well the mrs meyer myers ones are sort of sweet they all edge on sweet that was the issue with that 
situation was it was always like a cloying yeah they're cloying smell, but uh-huh. you're doing dirt you're yeah cleaning with nasty really stuff. disgusting messy stuff it was so god okay i don't even want to continue to talk about it. it's like <laughs> um how much further down this we drain pipe do we need to go <laughs> we need to reel it back we need to yeah. um we need to snake it snake it back yeah. in. <laughs> wind this snake back up mm-hmm. um okay so whatever toilet seat anyways up. i hate you, it fuck you if you are a fucking person that uses that uses a toilet that puts the seat up mm-hmm. put it the fucking down. seat down swear to god like what goes through well, your head but here's the thing i asked you why people do this yeah. and you said because they have disrespect for women yeah. and i think that that is absolutely true yeah that is why yeah i they i either no, and they refuse to yeah, do it. They're like, I'm not doing that. Or they've purposely not listened. Yeah, for 30 plus for years. For a really long time. <laughs> or actually, it could be any amount of years. Yeah. It, I also think it's like you don't have respect for women or really anyone around you. Yeah. Just people. It's a narcissistic selfishness. Yeah, selfish. And it's also potentially just not even like the narcissism feeds into not even thinking about having respect for people around you. Right. Yeah. What I don't get is no matter what someone is going to have to use the bathroom. It doesn't matter who it is really. I do think a helpful thing is that there are more unisex bathrooms. Yeah. That's good. Maybe this person has only lived by themselves their whole life. And well, they I just are like, I'm not sure person. that's, I'm not sure that's an excuse for when you are in public, <laughs> you know? I don't know. Yeah. That's a spiral, but it's like, yeah. but, um, but I did want to just like bring it up because I just am, it's another thing that it's like, this is again, a tired trope. Mm-hmm. Like there's this like already existing meme of like, oh yeah. men, men, like mm-hmm. it's not even that it's like from like antiquity <laughs> you know like mrs mazel was like joking about like a toilet seat being left like, up since the fucking like creation of the toilet since the creation of indoor plumbing men have been leaving the seat up and everyone else has been complaining about it and yet here we are still doing the same shit yeah and you know what i mean that shit still happens and i don't know what to do about it because i mean like in, I live. In the, I live with someone who doesn't replace the toilet paper. Like he, he, he doesn't. He doesn't leave the seat up, which is great. But he does do that, which is that he. It like he just will not put the new one on. Wait, why? That's even a weirder thing to be like anti. Well, he's not anti. It's just like it's just like a weird. He's just like, oh, you'll do it. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he does when it's like actually out, but he always leaves like a little bit and then it's like, you know what I mean? Like people that like leave a little bit of milk or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Anyways, (laughs) I I really can't identify with these people that don't like have again, have no concept of like someone. It's again, it's almost like self-harming. Like what if you have an emergency shit and you run to the bathroom and (laughs) There's two squares of TP left that you left there like an asshole. <laughs> you know? Oh, like, man. do people exist in the world and not run through every possible scenario all the time? Because that's how I I live. mean, what my mind is running through is like every guy I've ever dated in my whole life who acts like that with like almost everything, which is like 
wait till last minute. Don't really like take care of anything in advance. Like don't think about anything in advance. Definitely don't communicate about anything in advance. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, or ever or ever. Well, and don't I'll listen to anyone <clears throat> who might give you advice about things. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's a dude that's giving you bad advice <laughs> about something. Yeah. I think, I mean, all of this is just wrapped up in the patriarchy and yeah, I'm, anyways. I'm like getting too sad about it. <laughs> Okay, so it still stands. Just put your fucking seat down. I don't want to touch the seat because I have nothing to do with the seat. Yeah. The seat is, especially in a public restroom, is basically just for looks for me. I'm not sitting on it. I'm not touching it. So this all comes back to leave it as you found it. Exactly. And Basic like, fucking I don't, Boy Scout campground. Yeah. yeah. Who taught you like when you were little? Yeah. Like leave a leave a place. Like you well, found it. And I think the logic, I really think the lot, well, I'm not going to call it logic, but I think what goes through their head is I have to put the seat up to pee. So I'm not going to keep putting it down and up and up and down and up and down. I'm it, just, yeah. cause I'm going to come back and pee later. Right. And then when you're in public, you just do the same thing that you would do at home. Which is honestly Which is the where, biggest problem. The ish, but you shouldn't be in, doing it at home. No, I know, but the biggest problem in the world is people acting like they would at home. At home in public. And they know that is the epic, yeah. the peak pinnacle yeah. mm-hmm. of like disgusting when you see yeah. pictures of people on planes oh that are like in God, boxers. With their shoes off and like their shoes off. Their foot in your face. The entirety of Roxanne Gay's timeline yeah. is like people being like fucking weird and disgusting yeah. on planes i saw someone in their fucking boxers one time on the plane on a plane what the fuck that's but why would how would you take your pants off and you not have pants off <laughs> so fucking weird how are people not like sir 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 <laughs> <laughs> truly yeah no i'm like the flight attendant like runs up sir excuse me <laughs> but they didn't yeah, that's yeah, really know. disturbing. Anyways. Anyway. Okay. I do really want to just, this doesn't have to be very long, <clears throat> but I do want to talk about Mulan, the oh, live action yeah. Mulan trailer, which mm-hmm. I watched. And I find it highly problematic that mm. Mulan has long flowing hair on the battlefield. That is not true to the original story. Mm which, as we mentioned last time, was one of my favorite movies growing up. Though, of course, Disney, like, there were a lot of problematic things about that film and, you know, like Mushu being named Mushu yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. There's not going to be a Mushu this one. There's, no yeah, yeah, there's no Mushu. Which I, I mean, I did like Mushu's character. <laughs> but, um, so there's not going to be the iconic haircutting scene? Like, fuck you. That. Yeah, because that is, like. That's the whole movie. Lesbian erasure, basically, right? Butch erasure. Butch erasure. Like, mm-hmm. she, she needs to be butch. The whole point is that she's impersonating right. a right. man. Right. To join the army. Right. How is she doing that with long fucking curled locks there i'm so confused like is there something that's not being said in the trailer that yeah i mean there be... weren't a lot of words in the trailer it was it was mm-hmm. a lot of like you know Just kind like of beautiful seeing... um twirls with a sword and stuff like that mm. <laughs> but yeah so i was trying to be like okay so is that was that the end you know where they go right. to the emperor's palace and right. then they have to fight again and, but she's already been revealed to be a woman but her hair was so long that obviously she had never cut it in the first place even mm-hmm. if that were true yeah if it was the end 
Maybe somehow it's in the beginning. It better fucking be is all yeah. I have to say. I all I know is she looked hella femme, and that is not the Mulan. That is not There's my not my Mulan. <laughs> Hashtag not my Mulan, and it's just a bunch of angry lesbians. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh, I love that. Like co-opting. Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. The- mm-hmm. I am obviously going to see Instead of racists and redheads, it's just a bunch yeah. of like butch. butch like, Not my Mulan. Yeah. With a huge protest. Disney's like, we never anticipated this, this, this segment of the population. Means it. And someone like in a corner of a, a boardroom is like, should have watched out for those ladies. We, 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 I want to warn you. Like, it's like, it's like uh, yeah, some, some, but ask me, I would have told you some butch in a power suit in the corner. Yeah. It's like, what did I say, Bruce? I tried to tell you <laughs> anyway, we'll see. Um, I'm going to see it. Well, I'll, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. No, but that is now. an iconic. I mean, yeah. as a little kid, you're like, this is like, I'm like getting doing chills things to me. Thinking, oh, it was doing things to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't have to be gay to be like. I mean, I like remember that being like a very particular feeling of like, oh, like yeah, like pa- like co-opting power. Yeah, like gender equals yeah. like power, yeah. and there's like things, there's dynamics here. Uh-huh. And I even kind of liked when she was like being a boy and like flirting with kind of guy. Flirt- I was like, oh yeah, Ooh. you mean that was like the best part. Yeah, it was, was like the fact that there was sort of a gay yeah, love yeah. story. No, I was like, so into it. Like yeah. I was like, oh, I like these like two boyish like. Yeah. Like, yeah, king <laughs> again, problematic, but <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Um, so it better be, it better be just as butch, ju- ju- just as butch. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we also need to apologize. Oh, speaking, speaking of, of erasure, speaking of erasure, we um we committed an act. We, of com- <laughs> we committed an act of bi- bisexual, the highest, the highest crime in the land. Yeah, bisexual erasure last week, which we are... Our first correction. Very sorry for... Correction and omission. Yes. Yeah, we should omit that from the record. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, Jillian Anderson is bi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we... But, you know... I think that's why I had a tinkling... You had a little... I had a a spidey spidey sense, sense. because I think I did remember that somewhere in the corners of my brain. I thought that that was just because she has a gay vibe. Mm, yeah i had remembered well because also i was like so obsessed like i like with I scully yeah maybe i didn't also didn't i understated how obsessed i was with the x-files or maybe i just didn't get into it but like i mean i got the vibe you I made your own fbi badge i was and so obsessed with the x-files i was in the club there's like a fan, fan club. club i was yeah. in that i like collected i still have like i went through my garage i still have like a lot of my memorabilia mm-hmm, cool um posters trading cards yeah. blah 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 all that stuff anyways so Pogs. i remember that and i still i still kept track of them i did love david Duchovny, even though you don't you, i'm i'm sure again you're like <laughs> we are not talking about david Duchovny. <laughs> we will never talk about no. david Duchovny on this podcast <laughs> but yeah so i followed them and so i think i remember as a youth like hearing about that with her well, cause or I not thought, even a youth, but because it was like I not, thought you were saying that she briefly dated a woman. When was that? Do you remember when she wore the the, the thong, iconic the, thong, the whale tail? It was like a backless completely backless dress. dress, with dress. A thong. Yeah, a g string, really. a g string. Yeah, as well. It's a whale tail. It was 
Yeah. Well, she only really I the articles I saw were about someone she dated for a short time and then that woman passed away. Oh. And I think and I was, remembered that press. This was in the 90s. She might have had rumors. There might have been like other press that had happened in the late 90s because I feel like it was around the time of the G-string thing where people <laughs> were like, hmm, question that, mark. That G-string, the G stands for gay. <laughs> what are some other iconic red carpet, naked? Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan, yeah. Yeah. Was that a front and back or just, again, a back? It was like beaded it was like a spider web that was beaded mm-hmm. but it, again a g-string wasn't it? all over yeah mm-hmm. yeah um lil kim's boob mm-hmm. yeah janet jackson's boob well not a red carpet oh right yeah red carpet <laughs> exclusive okay so lil kim was rose also mcgallan's was iconic because it was when she was with marilyn manson Ugh, so the yeah. two of them with her being na- like naked yeah that was like yeah a big deal mm-hmm. so Anyway, we're very sorry to Jillian Anderson for the bi- and the bisexual erasure. community and the at bisexual, large. Yes, we committed by erasure, and we solemnly swear never to we'll try to never do so again. Probably will just because so many celebrities are bisexual yeah. that I don't know. Yeah, we, we will maybe. But you know, we don't know what we don't know. So, and we love to. We'll try to follow up. Get if in. We can. Get in the know. Okay, so our topic today is Amazon. So we wanted to talk about Amazon because Prime Day is... Next week. Two yeah, days. Well, two days now. Mm-hmm. With a concert with T-Swift. <laughs> yeah, so Prime Day is now... They've like forced it event. to be a quote-unquote event, uh-huh. apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't... Did, does it need to be this huge production? Um, no, and I actually think it comes off like super desperate. Yeah, it feels um, so desperate. Yeah, I wonder, I bet they're not doing as well with it as they were. Well, yeah, why would they t- make it suddenly two days? And a, and a concert and with a, Taylor and Swift. It's like, what? What does that even mean? Like, do we have to live stream a concert while I'm like buying my shitty fucking whatever yeah. it is? That the I'm- fact that they've had to like ingest all this marketing into it is like, mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, it just reeks. It really does. It just it just reeks. So, so Prime Day, like, what, so what? What's the deal with Prime Day? It's like one day a year now, two days in a row, apparently that things are cheaper, and that's the thing. Yeah, that's it. It's just like a sale. Yeah, it's Amazon again telling the entire industry, like all of retail, to fuck off yeah. because. And telling them that they control shit because what traditionally happens is that, so like I work in e-commerce and there's a retail cycle and there's like a lot of seasonality and a traditional sale period is like there's, you know, 4th of July and some people, it's a lot of retailers have sales that time period. Yeah. Memorial day. Back to school. Mm -hmm. And there's like all these like sales around back to school. Amazon, of course, being Amazon was like, we have to have our thing. Yeah. Obviously, because there's just so giant and massive, it like completely upended the entire mm-hmm. industry. Like where, oh shit, now like Amazon is like a vortex that's sucking all of the. Mm. Everything's know. already cheaper at Amazon. Yeah. Or, but or they, more convenient or whatever. Yeah. It's like, so the, well, it's like when Walmart. It's, right. When it started, online. it was like, yeah, special deals on like 
you know, more expensive items or whatever. But again, since it's like, it's just the same as all other retail where most of these things are scams. Mm -hmm. They like, now they source things specifically for prime day Mm -hmm. and like manufacturers even create, you know, cheaper, just like Walmart. Like they made, Oh, you know, for black Friday. Now we're going to make just like a really cheap TV Mm -hmm. and price it at this really cheap price. And it's just going to be available in limited quantities for this time. Yeah. Yeah. So most of it is just shit. So it's that not, you don't it's really not want. that it's like the TV that you want, but it's cheaper today. It's like a cheaper version of the TV that you want that actually just sucks and yeah. is worth the shitty, the, you know, worth the lower price because yeah. it's shittier. I think like Amazon for a long time got away with like, we're Amazon, we're different. Like people thought of it as like a different thing, uh-huh. but they've just over time, they've always proven themselves to be the same yeah. as every other shitty conglomerate mm-hmm. our b- big box they're just the biggest mm-hmm. the biggest box the biggest box of like where yeah you're just gonna do the same bullshit tactics that everyone else does mm-hmm. you're the same as walmart yeah you're just massive and you're online yeah and that's it but anyway so so prime day is happening now um you know obviously also amazon is based in seattle Mm -hmm. there's like you know a lot of like kind of locality with it like where there's specific issues that impact the city Mm -hmm. but now obviously it's global Mm -hmm. so historically it was it was impacting seattle much more but now it's but but more so a a global disease yeah (laughs) but but even it's really been like the last five years it's really reaching like a, a pinnacle of being annoying in Seattle, mm. right? Yeah, I mean, people are moving here in droves to work at Amazon, Amazon, and like driving up the housing prices like mm. fucking crazy. Yeah. So the topics that this kind of reaches into are like pretty big. Other big topics like housing, yeah, and like the the city, like the the actual like um, the landscape growth of the and city. Landscape of the yeah. city. Um, wealth inequality uh-huh. for sure. Um, we want to talk about the boycotts that are happening. Uh-huh. So now, for a couple of years in a row, because Prime Day is the biggest sales day for Amazon, it's just like Black Friday. Now there yeah. are starting to be worker strikes on Prime Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. This year, specifically, a Minnesota warehouse location is planning a big strike. Mm. And it's really interesting to read about because, you know, Amazon is like anti-union. They do everything they can to fight any kind of workers' rights. Well, and don't they just abuse, like, their warehouse employees specifically? Their rights are totally... Absolutely. Yeah, they don't have any rights. There was that expose or whatever how... um, their warehouse workers were peeing in bottles and stuff mm-hmm. because they didn't have, Can't go to the they restroom. weren't allowed to take breaks. And right. it's, I, I, I guess I don't understand that because that's illegal. Yeah, totally illegal. They have tons of cases of abuse, like where people are not allowed to. So in Minnesota in particular, there's a lot of people who are like African and a lot of Muslim employees. Mm. and. They're not allowing them to um, pray, pray yeah. like have t- extra breaks to pray. Yeah. And um, the other thing about Amazon is so like 
we will get into the culture of Amazon, but it's all based on quotas and mm-hmm. meeting specific numbers, mm-hmm. um, no matter what, mm-hmm. you, whether you're a warehouse employee or an office employee. Um, and the quotas generally for people who are in warehouse or, or even like delivery drivers or whatever, it are like wild. Well, and now like totally unreachable. Yeah. And now they've outsourced like the delivery system is weird now because it's sort of like uber mm-hmm. but yep. for deliveries like random people are now mm-hmm. delivering amazon stuff instead of using going through ups or yeah. usps or whatever yeah they have like their own contract workers i want i don't know what the exact percentage is but i know that the amount of contract workers for amazon has like exponentially increased mm-hmm. which makes especially sense. in recent years yeah. yeah i think a big part of this that we want to talk about was do we need to personally boycott yeah. Amazon? It's it's a really a big topic to unbox. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just thought of that and I had to get it out. It it is an ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. We need to confront what's happening, which is like me personally. I order. Yeah, all the time. I'm my name is Allison. And I'm here to say I and I'm am an Amazon, an Amazon Prime member. Prime member. <laughs> yeah. I have I not ordered from Amazon in 24 hours. <laughs> five days. Liter- no, literally, the last thing I ordered was this mic stand that I'm using this very moment. Shocking. I know. What a, what a shocking development. I mean, <laughs> that is truly how... I mean, so the, that's the point that's, that it's gotten to. That's but that's the prop. Like that's how they have their hooks in us is the convenience factor. Mm-hmm. It's insane that we're able to, you know, do the one click shopping or whatever. You order something on a Tuesday, it's guaranteed delivered to you by Thursday, and that's like sometimes you get it the next day. Yeah, and which is super convenient and really intoxicating, right? It's right. like very addictive. Right. And they like, have the biggest inventory out of I mean so Bezos started Amazon with these core principles and they've now like been growing and growing and growing and now they're like completely widespread and like a lot of them are like industry principles. But mm-hmm. what he started with was when he started Amazon he said we're going to have everything. Mm-hmm. We're going to sell literally anything that anyone would want Mm -hmm. we will sell it Mm -hmm. we will have it available so when he first started growing the company after obviously you know there were books first or whatever Mm -hmm. that was his core what he told everyone to do was go acquire every type of product Mm -hmm. the other thing he said was i don't care about making money i don't think people understand this that's ironic because they make because it's the biggest yeah company now in the world yeah he purposely said i will not make a profit because i want to they frame it as we are customer obsessed Mm -hmm. which really means right like yeah profit we're we're gonna well no it well it means we're gonna have the fastest shipping we're gonna have you know everything for prime we're Mm -hmm. gonna have um everything available we're gonna ha- we're gonna like stick to these things whether it means we make money or not which mm-hmm. means you get your shit and you're addicted to yeah you can order whatever you want whenever you want get yeah. it however you want 
and now you're addicted to Amazon. Well, right? That was his like how he like yeah. he like built the, that uh-huh. empire. But and then all of those reasons, like all of those th- things you just listed out, are also what makes the work environment so problematic for like the people that work in the warehouses. Like the f- speed of it all and the mm-hmm. pace is mm-hmm. so elevated mm-hmm. that people are like un it's an unhealthy working environment it's a troubling so it's like the pinnacle of the troubling capitalist uh-huh. mentality of growth 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 like yeah. literally being consumed with being cons- like creating consumers and consuming and like growing yeah. and being this organism that grows to such yeah. a s- scale and having no literally no restraints mm-hmm. yeah literally not even and paying not taxes caring for what that impacts like what that does to anyone and anything in your wake right that's what he's built that's what bezos like right that's i mean he he purposely set out to do that well and then that's what he's done yeah and then there's like the implication like all of this shipping i mean online shopping in general Mm -hmm. and shipping has like skyrocketed which is you know to to go there on the kind of marianne williamson (laughs) (laughs) plain but but honestly like contributes largely to climate change and like carbon footprints and stuff like that like all of our carbon footprints have exponentially expanded because of using services services like amazon where we're like i want this i get it tomorrow someone drove their car to you know it's like very it's contributing to so many such a widespread spectrum of issues that are right. facing us like existential issues like workers yeah. rights yeah climate change yeah consumerism C- capitalism yeah. it's like so every sort of like right. mega looming amazon evil care. amazon doesn't care about any of the reason i i started out by saying those are his principles is that's it yeah they're there the company was not started with principles around right. people they would say the people that they care about are customers. Right. But only in the sense of pure unadulterated satisfaction, like a dr- like w- what you would get from a drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Literally, is. that's the only yeah. aspect of people uh-huh. that they care about. Other than that, they don't care about, they have no ethics, yeah. no moral compass about any other thing. Yeah. Out of the things that you listed. Right. At all. Yeah. Right. Because that's not in their ethos ethos which which is like because there are other mega corporations like starbucks for example where like there is a human side there is like a human moralistic ethos yeah that's that's actually being focused on in some way right whether you believe it or not and you can say what you can want about Howard Schultz, and I have, and oh, I will, and I continue oh, to. Yeah, I'm, it's not like I'm <laughs> but, like a Howard Schultz right. <laughs> but person. Part but. of the Starbucks brand pillars mm-hmm. are that it cares about people. They care about people, and that the people and, that work there, yeah. they're they're all of their employees across the board get all of the benefits that all of the like there there yeah. aren't like staggered sort of like tiers like class systems within their their employee structure is not like oh the baristas get these like limited benefits and then the corporate people get high you know everybody's on everybody's same it's interesting well it's it's actually super interesting to compare starbucks and amazon because they're both massive and they both have grown to huge scale 
And one says that they care about people. Mm-hmm. The other really doesn't. Um, does it make a difference? I would say, I mean, like just as, so I've like, I've worked for a time at Starbucks in the building. It does feel like there's a difference, mm-hmm. I would say. And in terms of like a lot of interactions with the corporation, uh-huh. it does because people live and breathe that brand ethos and they like, it's mm-hmm. reflected in like interactions and personal yeah. communications with people. Yeah. However, I will say, I don't know if I've bought into the fact that at the end of the day, I mean, Starbucks is still a milk company and they like drive a huge amount of climate crisis because they right. like, right. they're the biggest milk buyer yeah. out of right. any, right. Com- right. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. Well, it's kind of like an interesting, it's just an interesting conversation to have because it's like, yeah, they both have like, are like contributing to these like massive yeah. white scale issues. The only reason I brought it up as a comparison was mm. the fact that Starbucks is making a concerted effort right. to address real issues within their corporate structure. They, they do respond to mm-hmm. people's yeah. needs in terms of like, People in the retail sector, yeah. it is there is a big difference between how people at the office of Starbucks and how retail is treated. Yeah. But with retail, they've said, we will give you basic, pay, we will give you a fair pay. We yeah. will give you um, health insurance, you know, yeah. health care. We the, will hire, hire diver, diverse people or whatever. You know, there's like basic things that they've responded to. And, and they actually have pretty good benefits, like yeah. overall, like they have some really interesting programs that yeah again are applicable to they anyone from a, from have, a barista yeah. all the yeah. way up to whatever a c-suite level like right. and and they have parental mm-hmm. leave policies and stipends and all kinds right. of stuff yeah like education stipends and stuff that a lot of cool companies that are doing good <laughs> don't even fucking have you know so yeah yeah i think at the heart of the issue is there's like an untethered quality to Am- of Amazon mm-hmm. that is really frightening to me. Yeah. Like what it really does come down to is there's this like, it's not just untethered capitalism because like you said, Starbucks is a huge mm-hmm. corporate behemoth. Yeah. But there's something about the like DNA of Amazon that really freaks me out. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's a really insidious. It's like a cult. It's an insidious thing that's that's really based on. Um, I think it does go back to the founder. Let's talk about Jeff Bezos for a second. Mm. I, okay. This guy is like, so he was like, you know, normal, <laughs> bald nerd guy, mm-hmm. selling books online. Mm-hmm. Now he's like a jacked. Yeah. Like Tom Ugh. Cruise wannabe, Ugh. like literal veins popping out of his like yeah. skin. Like he's really wears like aviator shades. Really scary to look time. at, honestly. <laughs> he looks, he has a Voldemort-ness to him. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like weird rumors about him mm-hmm. in Seattle. Have you heard like any of the like Bezos rumors that swirl? Like what? So I heard one time that he had like figured out the t- the highest an office could be that a fire truck ladder could reach. Okay. 
to save someone from a burning building mm-hmm. and he put his office literally at that oh, point okay. where if the whole building was on fire he would get saved. he would get saved by the like top but, but like hot like oh, still see. the highest he could go but he wouldn't go to the top but not at the very because top because he wants to get saved then that to me is like a classic like weird rich person you know what but he's but it's data driven right there's this like element of yeah. like but you know oh, what? i only make data driven decisions yeah in my life but you know what i'm gonna make a statement jeff bezos does not put the toilet seat down <laughs> absolutely not if he if he is strategically planning well, has someone put it down for where, him yeah he actually has like a bot that rolls in and says good morning mr Bezos," and fucking did you see out. when he just like had breakfast with russell wilson and sierra that one day Mm-mm. did you see Mm-mm. it was so weird he just like posted on i don't know he's like not on social media very much but he like just randomly he's one like, day hold was on, like, can we take one for the ig <laughs> <laughs> yeah he just all of a sudden one day was like having pancakes with the t- with russ and sierra and they're like they're russ at his, and like, cc mansion. Oh God! And like you know, he took a pickle of like flipping a pancake. Like what it. a fucking weirdo. Mm-mm. He really creeps me out. But there's like all these like weird stories about him, like not surprising. how he behaves, how he treats people, and it's because he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also just an example of like money, really. Like money and power really does corrupt. Whether it's in a way that makes you evil, like Donald Trump, or if it's like just makes you fucking weird. Yeah, it corrupts your brain. Yeah, in some way. Yeah, there's like like worms that get in your brain. Yeah, it's like a virus in your mm-hmm. computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a sociopath. I mean, I think you have to be. You have to be to succeed at that level, right? Yeah, absolutely, because you have to think things like oh i want to put my office at the top level that it could possibly be where i can still get like who's thinking like that yeah a sociopath yeah i mean did you see when he asked people who he should give his money to Uh -uh. so he so famously jeff bezos does not give any money away like to charity or anything no no no. he he hoards his billions why for what his fucking his ex-wife Literally day one of getting all of his of half of his money, she committed to giving it giving half of it away. Whoa! Um, which is like a there's like a millionaire or billionaire promise or something where you like you enter the promise and it either promises to like give a certain percentage of your wealth away. Uh-huh. She did it day one. He famously refuses to give any large percentage of his wealth away. And when he, people literally are just like, like fix the water in Detroit. Yeah. Like pay for people to Washington, Washington state is literally breaking law right now because they do not have enough funds to fund school, public education for disabled children. Hmm. There was a lawsuit that Washington state lost Mm -hmm. because in public education in Washington state, Parents cannot be assured due to budget, due to budget constraints that children, their children will get a fair and equal education. But still to this day, like in 2019, they're, they're, the schools are underfunded. Mm-hmm. 
So, so someone suggested that he just like drop the whatever. No, literally. He, so he like never spends his money on any any charities, and he posted to people asking, yeah, to send me like your ideas for how I should acting like we haven't been doing that for yeah. years. Yeah, like that people haven't been literally saying, yeah, all the time. Yeah, tweeting at him. Yeah, like do this, just out of the blue. Who should I give my money to? Mm-hmm. I think he did some bullshit where he like gave some funds to college education for kids or something. It's it's fucking crazy. How could you have that much wealth? Mm -hmm. The only reason Bill Gates gave any of his money away was because his because of his wife and his dad. His dad and his wife were both like, hey, you need to like cure fucking. Yeah. You know, measles in Africa. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing with all this money? Like, we can't even spend this much in like any of our lifetimes. No. Yeah. So just like literally do anything with it. And then Bill Gates like did some algorithms and was like, okay, there's like people data driven. There's people da- dying of like very curable diseases in Africa. I'm gonna go fix it. Yeah. And then and then did it. Yeah. And now he's a fucking icon. Like people like love the shit out of Bill Gates. Like yeah. he's on Reddit every day, and everyone's like, we fucking love Bill Gates. He's so cool, cool dad. Blah blah blah. Like well, the, and cool, the Gates cool Foundation is like. Bill Gates Foundation is like everyone's like creams over it. They're like, oh, I, if only I could work at the Bill Gates Foundation. Like we okay, love Okay, but I have heard that it's a really I mean, amazing place to work. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Literally, it, so it took it took a woman right. <laughs> in that case. Yeah. Well, in both cases, actually. It took his woman. His woman. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it took Je- Jeff Bezos' wife getting divorce divorced him, from take him. Take his money. Yeah. And for then any, for and just so she could give some of it away. For any of it to be given away. <laughs> yeah. How fucking sad is yeah, that? Yeah, that's pathetic. It's pathetic. Mm-hmm. It's like, how are you fucking the most power, one of the most, most powerful people in the world and you're that pathetic? That's I, like, yeah. it's fucking sad. Which is ergo why I say that he does not put the seat down. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I can't get over the fact that Amazon, the corporation, isn't paying taxes. Like I, I also fundamentally yeah. don't understand yeah. why, how, so, how or why that's occurring. A really interesting thing. So I don't think even if they were making a profit that they would have paid taxes because that's how America works. In America, right. if you're a big corporation, you just don't pay taxes. It right. doesn't matter. They're a job creator. They're, they're you know Which, creating wealth. None of that. None of that makes any sense. Well, you know they need to be taxed. They need yeah. to pay taxes. They should be taxed. You know, forty percent of their fucking profit should go should be taxed. Well, because I, I be guess, taken away. I guess I don't understand why, like, why anyone in the government, Republican, Democrat, whatever, is not like. Don't you want more money in the? That's literally government every programs. All of Elizabeth Warren's plans, right, are to tax corporations, yeah, and wealthy people, and the wealthy. individuals, right, raise the fucking individual uh, bracket rate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you fund literally everything. Everything. Like she's like, "Oh, and you have a surplus yeah. also." Yeah. Instead of a fucking <laughs> yeah, deficit. But they so but Amazon didn't make a profit. This is another thing. I don't think people realize this. I said it I hinted at it before. They did not make a profit until like a few years ago. Yeah. Maybe 2 years ago. They spent all their money on growing. Yeah. And they lost money on all their shipping. You know how it works. They they sell shit for like 10 bucks yeah 
you know it shows up on the, your doorstep the, tomorrow the shipping is like six or seven or whatever the margin was yeah. 80 70 percent on the item or whatever they like don't make any money on it right like yeah. and there's a cut for well, who, this person and this person mm-hmm. so they like famously were losing all their money on like all these shipping expenses plus like as they were growing you know so so this is like a classic like it's like a shark tank like oh all we care we're like we're just like startup like all we care about is top line growth Mm -hmm. that's how they operated for like forever Mm -hmm. never cared about operating income because they just like grow 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 and then only in the last like few years they've like started to actually care about being yeah super super profitable meanwhile guess what investors look at none of it they mm-hmm. don't give a f- flying shit because the investing community is like also morons. <laughs> I don't know why anyone. I actually don't know why anyone has any kind of conversation about how a business is structured because n- literally none of it is mat- matters at all. Mm-hmm. A company could have one good article written about it and like the stock price would go up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's, oh, yeah, it's all fabricated. No, it's all fabricated. Yeah. It's all fake. Yeah. None of it matters. And, you know, a company can do well. The stock price goes down and it does, does badly. It goes up. Yeah. Like it's like literally none of it matters. Yeah. It's all fake. Yeah. <laughs> so just like money in general, it's all fake. I mean, if you want it, like you're so Marianne today. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm in a certain type of way right now. I think I'm like premenstrual or something. You're That's, just like, we need to fix it with love. Yeah. <laughs> How do we get Bezos love? <laughs> His mother didn't hug him. Truly. Uh, actually probably is the issue. He probably didn't get hugged. He didn't get picked. They um, did detachment parenting or whatever. Was that the Spock method or whatever? I think that was attachment parenting. I just made up a Spock is the good one. Yeah. But it's like the cry it out method or whatever, where you're just like extreme. Oh, uh, do you hear that? I don't, I don't hear that. Yeah. In the, in the movie about his life that will be made, that definitely is. Oh, there is some childhood trauma. There is like childhood trauma for sure. Dug up. Maybe about his size. He also was like bullied about his size. He's like famously iconically small. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some childhood trauma to unpack for Bezos in his biopic. Is it biopic or biopic? I still don't know. Every time I see it, I'm like biopic. And then I'm like, wait, biopic, like biographical picture? (laughs) I think I want to say biopic. Me too. But it's not, right? I think it's biopic. I've literally heard this argument before on a a podcast. It's not really an argument. It's just a question. Biopic. Yeah, biopic. Biopic. That's that's what I always think. I always my brain reads it as biopic, and then I know, but I know intellectually that it should that it's biopic. You know what I mean? Like, why my, do I want to say biopic? my brain wants it to be biopic? I don't know myopic. Like, what is it? Psych. Cyclops? I Biopic. really think this needs to be a movie. <laughs> we just pitch a movie every episode. <laughs> yeah, we've got a biopic about Jeff Bezos where he suffers suffers childhood trauma, and that's why he's such a small, maniacal, like, evil, evil truly genius. He is, he is like a movie villain. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a villain. I said he looked like Voldemort. The, like, gross vest that he wears. He's the, like, so uh, pale, Pilot. Too combat vest thing ew he wears that like casually yeah like he like is a vest person like but like i honestly try to not have to see him you know like if there's a picture of him i like just scroll right on by you know i'm like not trying to like really investigate yeah i'm not trying to inspect images of him negative like it's never good 
It's just bad. News about him is not something I want to really There's never positive. It's not like a picture of him and then the headline is like... Jeff Bezos solves, again, oh. the opioid crisis, which is apparently my Jeff favorite. Jeff Bezos cures AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, But see, this is actually part of the problem. I'm like, I, it's like, I know he's evil. I know that Amazon as a corporation is evil. I, and I scroll right past any news about him because I know it's going to be bad. But yet, I'm still addicted yeah. to shopping yeah. on Amazon and yeah. getting shit that I quote need yeah that fast that like no one needs these things that fast yeah we need to figure out how to um extricate us ourselves from the, the situation Amazon yeah situation because i personally like I, so i kind of feel like this is like let's go through our amazon well like, what did you just so i yeah, purchased i purchased this mic stand which like i did need right i didn't need it probably like the next day I did get it like right before we recorded our last episode so it was really like it was good timing an urgent need but it but it also sort of wasn't like let's let's talk about how I could have gotten it a different way I guess I could have like gone to a music shop and purchased it in person I could have like taken the bus somewhere and purchased it in person Mm, yeah would it have been the same price you think I don't know. It was it wasn't like cheap. Yeah. Here's another thing about Amazon that I think people don't realize. It's not usually cheaper. It is not usually cheaper. No, it's actually cheaper to shop elsewhere. It just takes longer. I know this personally just because I'm always working for companies that like basically compete yeah. alongside and with Amazon yeah. and with other companies that are listed on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And mo- a lot of brands now are using map pricing, like set pricing structure. Mm hmm because of amazon and other internet marketplaces like a lot of companies now are like like that mic stand company Mm -hmm. they're like oh we have to enforce pricing because people are selling it on amazon people are selling it on Mm -hmm. um guitarcenter.com people are selling it on on their own we're selling it on our own website right either your own site if you're a brand and like other third-party sites yeah you want to enforce that so like you could have gotten an off-brand I mean, the biggest winners in this whole situation are, like, mostly, like, uh, off-brand companies. Oh, yeah. Like, weird stuff that's, like, knockoffs made in China. Yeah. Honestly. China manufactured, like, basically ripping off the IP of, like, whatever other companies that they want to copycat. And then... Selling it for... Selling it for much cheaper. A quarter of the price. Yeah. Yeah. They've figured out shipping. They've shipped straight from, like, manufacturer. Yeah. or, Or to Amazon or whatever. But, like... And as a response to that issue because i've done that multiple times where i've bought like super cheap knockoff things yeah they're always shitty they always Always break and so now i'm just back to buying the expensive thing but it just gets to me fast and i don't have to go somewhere to get it basically that's what's happening i think that cycle is Uh really common yeah like i think a lot of people especially around our age so we like went through this like you like discovered Amazon. I literally, the first things I bought were like books, textbooks and music, mm-hmm. DVD, oh, yeah. DVDs. Mm-hmm. And it truly was cheap. Like I remember, so like I bought like half.com, mm. like when half.com was a thing. I forgot about that. I would buy my textbook from half.com. Yeah. And like back then no one knew about it. And I was like online and I was like a kid and I was like, Oh my God, I can get this textbook that I need for class for like, Fifteen dollars yeah, versus hundred, whatever. Yeah. Then you go through a phase of like, 
oh, I'm going to buy anything. And you're expanding into like, oh, now I just need um, classic example. I bought shower curtain rings. Mm-hmm. I'll just buy them on Amazon. Yeah. Get them. They're like awful. Like yeah. they don't match. The color doesn't match. Like it's like shitty quality. They break right away. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Yeah. Now I'm either going to go to Home Depot or mm. I'm going to get a very specific brand that's like, uh, you know, twice the price yeah. of that shitty quality. That is an whatever. interesting thing that does happen with Amazon where you get something and you're like, I need this thing. I'm going to get it on Amazon. It gets there two days later. It's all zip zop, whatever. Very fast process. So you quickly buy it. You quickly receive it. You quickly realize it's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. The return process is actually very annoying. Famously bad on purpose. Yes. Mm-hmm. So so then you end up driving or busing or whatever, getting yourself to an actual store in person yep. to buy a twice as expensive right. but higher quality item. Right. So now you've purchased the same thing exactly. twice. That's exactly what I did. And what I was going to say about the cycle is like, so I went through that and then I, in my brain, now I've categorized, I will buy these things on Amazon. Yeah. I will buy, not buy these things on Amazon yeah. because of these experiences. Yeah. And now I am in a very similar place to you, you where I buy from lots of different sources, but there are still things that I will buy on Amazon. So like probably the last things I bought on Amazon were definitely groceries. I do prime now. Oh, is that delivery? Semi-often, not a huge... It's delivery food, grocery. Right. They acquired Whole Foods, so now they have a lot more available. Uh, Plus, I live in Kent, so I'm like literally in their like, delivery wait, so, zone. So how does that work? Because I've never ordered groceries. So you, mm-hmm. you order what you want. How fast between when you order and when you receive? Like, what's the time period between when you order and when you receive? So when you order, depending on where it is in the hour... Your delivery period is like the next chunk of two hour time. Oh, so, so it like, really is like in now. Yeah. So like if you order at like 830 a.m., the next time that's probably going to be offered to you is like 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Right. So do you use it like that? Like you order, order stuff in the groceries in the morning to be I delivered have, later when you're at home? So we have one car that we share and usually it'll be like a weekend day. Derek has the car. I'm ordering something that I really need for a meal that day. Right. Plus I need other stuff because if you hit a minimum, then you get free Well, and shipping. also you live in Kent and you can't walk anywhere or it's right. very inconvenient and yeah, you don't have a car. Like so you like literally can't go anywhere. Yeah, it's like for a suburban person just like me probably you know they're like they're profiting off of like how our city centers and suburbs are all like spread out so i actually think that what the way that you're using it is like not as insidious as the way that i'm using it (laughs) like ordering groceries when you're like stuck in your home and can't get somewhere to purchase the gro i guess you could well, they're both needs, but they're I guess both technically you could be like, hey, Derek, can you pick up these things yeah. from the store? I could. And also, I think it's all stuff out of convenience and it all eventually impacts other retailers. Right. Which is adding to the consolidation of power and, right. you know, profit to Amazon. Right. So, because at the end of the day, it's a monopoly. Right. Truly. I mean, there are. And it's it's spreading, you know, like you mentioned, they they now acquired Whole Foods, which, again, has me hook, line and sinker like Tiff and I now have because they 
built that Whole Foods that's on Broadway now, yeah. which is close to my house. Yeah. Um, and so Tiff and I will go there and buy a shit ton of groceries because it's so cheap now. Suddenly Whole Foods was famously pretty expensive. Full paycheck. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And now it's like, we're there like a week ago or something. And we kept being like, wow, everything really is so much more affordable. And then there's a prime discount. Right. Which of course I have a prime membership. So I scan my little fucking thing you're very like in the system yeah and i'm even taking it a step further and i'm so ashamed to admit this but i do have the amazon prime credit card right where i get cash back for all my purchases made on amazon or at whole foods because i famously love cash back (laughs) that is one of my classic capricorn traits (laughs) i love cash and i love cash back is it offensive to say that's also like a very Suze Ormond like? No, I think she might be a Capricorn. Financially, yeah, resp- fiscally responsible lesbian. Trait? Yeah, I, I mean, mean she's famously a lesbian also, and famously and famously fiscally responsible. Fiscally responsible. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I'm not offended by that. Although I think she's highly problematic, <laughs> but. I don't, is she problematic? I don't know. I like in my brain, I literally don't know if Suze Orman is problematic. Well, she's problematic in the sense that she's like Ca- a capitalist. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> yeah, just go out and get yours. That's how it works. Ladies. She, she'd probably be the type of person to be like, don't buy that coffee. You, if you exactly. buying that coffee is contributing to your, you know, blah, 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 whatever. When really like, we're all like, just let me have my fucking iced coffee, please. It's my only joy in this. What it, what it actually state. is, is that she's classist. Yeah. And she has a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. So she's able to say things like, you don't need that. You know, it's like that the guy saying that poor people don't need to buy $200 iPhones. Right. When it's like literally you need a phone now. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you wouldn't have to be on welfare if you didn't buy an iPhone. Poverty in America, like 90% of households have a refrigerator. Like, yeah, what the fuck else are you going to, what, how are you going to store food? What kind of dumbass? Anyway. I don't, we're, that's another rabbit hole that I'm not sure we really want to jump down right now. But what I'm saying is I'm like truly an addict, I think. I mean, yeah. I'm really you're in, in the, the system. You're in the, yeah. It's I'm hard to the, extricate yourself at this point because yeah. you're getting like, you're getting cash back. You're getting, you have a credit card. You have a, you're next to a Whole Foods. You're, yeah. you're able to like get stuff really fast. You, you know. It's, I was doing pickup for a little while too. They have like pickup locations. You can, you can order online and then pick up your groceries. If you have a car, if you have a kid, literally they're responding to a consumer need as a young parent. I'm like, I'm in the car with a screaming baby or a toddler and I need to do a drive through or like, it's so much more convenient for me to like stop in my car. You're not going to go to the grocery store and spend an hour shopping for groceries with like a pissy Which they know. They've done. They've crunched the data. They know the numbers. They say like. It's data driven. There's a millennial (laughs) out there named Allison who's 30 and has a baby and does not want to get out of her car and we are going to service her. Yeah. That's how they are. (laughs) Next thing they're going to (laughs) start offering. (laughs) Oh my God. Amazon sex work. That is the future possibly i mean they are in a boardroom right yeah. now discussing yeah that. they are there is someone who's ormond there's someone there. microdosing <laughs> at amazon corporate right now oh who is God. saying 
we need to capitalize on sex work i am a futurist that works for amazon in six years we are predicting sex work is going to be legalized Mm -hmm. we need to get in in on the ground floor yeah i'm serious drive drive through sex work i mean it's like somewhere between a bikini barista and (laughs) are bikini baristas a national thing like do or people are they like, just relegated to washington I, well i literally don't know i mean i thought they were relegated to everett washington personally everett <laughs> everett was like no they're they're all over zero. washington <laughs> for bikini baristas and so, i mean it was like obviously known sex workers you know yeah. like in fact a bunch okay, of them so got busted or whatever it's it's actually relegated to the suburbs of seattle yeah. There is one that I know of in Seattle on Broadway. Oh, it is a bikini. Ladybug Espresso. Oh, Ladybug is like now the big chain. Yeah. Did but, you notice but that? But I'm saying there's one in Seattle. But otherwise, they're all in Ed or not Edmonds, excuse me. <laughs> Everett, like um <laughs> geriatric and Edmonds. That's like <laughs> Hey, baby. Check it off, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's one in Olympia. There's one in like, so there's one in Kent. This is a major crossover that I'm about. We haven't even talked about Amazon studios. Oh God. Okay. So on Amazon prime, like the video hosting part of Amazon prime, there is this show called Foxy ladies. It's a, um, I can't believe I have not told you about this yet. It's a reality TV show, such low quality, like so. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of the Amazon shows are. I mean, it's not Amazon produced. It's just oh, on okay. Amazon Prime yeah. Video or Amazon Video, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, but their their strategy is the same. Acquire anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just get it. Oh, yeah. But it's local. It's a Seattle. Well, they say they keep showing this drone shot of Seattle yeah. and then none of the cafes are in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. They're all in Olympia, Lacey, you know, like yeah, all yeah, these yeah. like sprawl, whatever. So it's called Foxy Ladies. It's about this one chain called Foxy Ladies and it's about all the girls that you know all the baristas and then the business owners of course the woman is like Ukrainian or something several of the girls have like um what are those called the bracelet that you have to or the anklet they have to wear like a monitor device yeah what are those called a monitor like an ankle monitor yeah an ankle monitor from like getting DUIs and stuff multiple of these girls have this (laughs) it's so convenient for their how their uh workplace is situated though yeah. because you don't really see their feet yeah you never see their ankle but they are ne- also not wearing socks <laughs> so hard to hide it but anyway it's so bad it's on amazon should Go we just quickly it. describe a bikini barista for anyone who's oh. like not familiar oh right so now i'm realizing like we're we like, don't even know if people know outside of washington know what I, I mean, just don't it, know how widespread they are. I really, think, I truly don't. Do you not think the name is pretty self-explanatory? <laughs> well, but there are specific qualities of a bikini. First of all, it's a modern Hooters situation, mm-hmm. kind but, of. But, but more scantily clad. More Literally. Flat, it, actually, Hooters combined with a strip club. Yeah, they're they're wearing underwear. Uh, they well, so like, trust me on Foxy Ladies, they're literally wearing. I'm sure on G-strings. a TV show when they're filming a TV show, they wear underwear, but like they famously get nude and are oh. nude for customers. Oh, they get actually nude. Yeah, I mean, you could get they get in trouble if they do that, but like that's the whole thing about them. Oh, they are I like, thought it was literally just that they're just like 
it's it's suggestive because if they're I, in underwear. If I go there, they're okay. If me or you, I love. Wait, can we? First go? of all, I've been to a bikini stand. <laughs> I've been to a bikini stand purely out of like need. Like I'm like, oh my god, I like. I have really, got to get a. I've coffee. worked in places like Linwood, Washington, and Kent. I live in Kent, Washington. Like I truly have. Or and you could potentially maybe go there by accident. But you know, it's a friendly interaction where totally. they're they're totally. And by scantily clad, we truly mean it could be pasty. It could be a pasty plus a string bikini. It could be. Um, a really common one. This is like ultra cropped, super common. Is like top. a tube, a oh. tube, a stretchy tube top, and a short short. I was thinking the. Um, Actually, they never wear shorts. It's always a skirt, and I will tell you why in a second. I so they can flash their <laughs> booty hole. <laughs> I was thinking like you guessed it. A cute bikini barista moment for me personally would be like a tank top that's like ultra cropped like under boob yeah, yeah. under boob is mm. a common i actually would be into that side and under boob is like a super common thing should right? we you always wear a, t- a top that would show side or under boob should we st- you gotta have you side gotta, or under you boob gotta so okay so outfit wise so yeah i guess apparently an ankle monitor is part of this outfit i didn't <laughs> that, realize this that, is that was such a common so shitty of us to be but i but on this show Evidence shows two out of the seven girls had ankle monitors. <laughs> That's a pretty high percentage. That's high. That is very high. Um, <laughs> but I don't want to shame people that yeah. work in these bikini barista stands because, you no, know, you got to get know, yours. They're gotta, they got to get it. But what I was going to say is, so so you and I going there is like a fun, they're like, whatever, this is it's like, like a It's like a tee-hee-hee, we're naughty girls. We go <laughs> yeah. to bikini Maybe baristas. I'm like a fun person or whatever. <laughs> maybe I, well you know because like what girl like whatever you know I was, anyways so like it's i'm not butch enough for, to do an experiment you with. Are, no you are not because i have hair <laughs> <laughs> right was i mean by just being like no no you are not <laughs> um that that's butch erasure yet again <laughs> No, but I'm but, but it, I'm just no, but being I do real. wonder. Like you know, I feel like they. Tr- so if then, Tiff and I, here yeah. we go. If Tiff uh, and I yeah. roll up, yeah, we're on a camping trip. We accidentally <laughs> roll up to a bikini barista. They're not gonna really think that we're gay. Probably, they're not gonna assume that we're gay. Probably and, not. And be and therefore we could test well, the theory. Here's the other thing. It's all based on what the customer does. Yeah. Like, if you guys start acting... We're like, hey, babes. Right. Like, because um, a guy that goes to these stands... Yeah, yeah, is saying all kinds of shit, They're probably. looking specifically for certain things, and they're going to probably get them, and then, like, give this person a, an extra special tip. Like, that's, like... So they're looking to, like, get their DS'd? No, I wouldn't. No, no, no. I, so those stands in Everett that got busted, it was going that far. Yeah. Like there was like sex work, ta- sex work. They're happening. just looking to like get a flash of an actual. But they get flat. The nip. most common I think is like a flash. And then they like. Which is why tip. they wear skirts. Apparently. Anyway. So, so that's bikini baristas. Wow. We have really gone down. A bikini barista tangent. <laughs> okay. Let's rein it in. <laughs> Anyways. So Amazon is oh, but we got on that topic because of Amazon Studios, right? Well, that's not exactly why we got on that topic, but that does lead us into the other enterprise that Amazon owns, Amazon Studios. They're literally producing movies 
yeah. and tons and of winning. content and TV Awards. shows. Yeah, which is one of their more profitable enterprises. They went into a couple of different areas that <laughs> literally they like Bezos sat down one day and was like, OK, now we got to make money. How are we going to yeah. do it? And then and they went into like a couple different things. Like one is like they have AWS. I think that's what the acronym is. It's like their data storage and mm. like uh, right. server mm-hmm. system mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. They make money on that. Studios. I think they make money on that. I think it's like a money making. Although. I Probably not, not that much. Not quite. Yeah. Probably it, not it, like, much. Like movies and TV are like also not super Very profitable. expensive to make. Yeah. But and like. They have won awards and it's like a... Yeah, but awards don't win you money. The reason why streaming services that produce content like Netflix and Amazon Studios don't necessarily make a ton of money is because they're pro- they're churning out yeah. content that is the yeah. same production value as any Hollywood production. I mean, they are Hollywood productions. Right. Um, but the dis- distribution is like... What it's just limited to what people are already paying. Yeah, the platform for the streaming service itself. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like it's not the same. It's not the same model as like that Hollywood putting is. butts in a seat right. in a in a movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. So I know, which is why now truly, I mean, this is kind of like a general tech thing, but like the tech economy and the gig economy, Uber, Amazon, mm-hmm. Netflix, like these companies they're not actually growing a lot of different things and they're not. And because they also pay people really shitty mm-hmm. wages in the grand scheme of things, like sure. Amazon might pay an office worker, an engineer, like overpay them, mm-hmm. but they're huge, like massive amounts of like labor force. Mm-hmm. They underpay. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, they, they underpay the people doing the actual physical work right, right. and then they overpay the people yeah. who are, sitting in the room thinking about yeah. how to make money. And then Uber is the classic another example of that of like their force, their workforce mm-hmm. besides the like 20 people in an office, mm-hmm. their major workforce is like hor- horribly compensated. Yeah. Um and they're just le- and then like the growth is like not a real it's not a, like a sustainable growth. It's mm-hmm. not a sustainable growth model. Yeah. We're all in a bubble. We're in another tech bubble, for real. Yeah. For real, we are. We're in the Amazon spheres. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, so does everyone know that we call those Bezos balls? Ugh, which gosh. I don't like. I, I don't like hate thinking it. about balls. I, I don't, don't like, like ball hearing imagery. about balls. <laughs> I don't want people saying that something is like someone's balls. You got really triggered when I said the balls in your court for, <laughs> for our pitch I last famously week. don't like balls. <laughs> Famously hate balls. Uh, I famously don't like balls. You famously should at least tolerate them. I guess you do. I mean, I tolerate that they're like around <laughs> me. At they, times. they do live in your home. Okay, so I literally don't know how to recover. From I, I really don't either. <laughs> oh well, we got on it because of Bezos balls. Right, the spheres. Have you been to the spheres? Oh, uh-huh. what did you think? Everyone always says it's like humid. Like they're like, oh, well, the it's air like a is biosphere, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I haven't been into the actual place where people work because it's very locked down. Yeah. But I've been there. Um, there's like a sort of creepy future museum section in mm-hmm. the spheres that is like 
the history of Amazon, sort of, but yeah. also not. It's it's very weird and hard to explain, <clears throat> and not really worth going to. But um, there's a bar, a Renee Erickson uh, yeah, bar a restaurant or called Deep Dive, and um, Tiff has been there a couple times, and she really likes it. <laughs> the bar, really, yeah. So nothing kind of skeeves me out more than like so I, I was at a job um in south lake union for a little while mm-hmm. and the whole time you're just like surrounded by to- amazon tourists yeah like tourists who like when they come to seattle are like i have to take a picture of like all the amazon landmarks and like right. i'm obsessed with like the amazon go store yeah well and, and like then, they specifically want to go yeah and like take pictures and then there's you're also surrounded by people that work at amazon and are wearing amazon gear and yeah, their yeah. amazon badges and it's like you're really inundated yeah i mean that's the whole city at this point but yeah. like no but but especially but like in south lake union especially yeah. yeah i am gonna say a lot of these people are like dudes who moved from their mom's basement directly to this job at amazon like or maybe not even the basement like they went from their mom cleaning their underwear to working at Amazon and making buku bucks and living in some new condo building. You know what I yeah. mean? The tech like <clears throat> general vibe is so bad. Yeah. It's just so shitty. Uh-huh. I guess just like this is like a general gentrification thing. Yeah. it's been happening in the bay for years people with like that are horrible Mm. moving into like a a cultural you know semi like what historically was like a cultural city yeah and like blasting any sense of any semblance of that away yeah everything is suddenly shiny and new and and there's like startups to like help them make friends yeah there's, there's like, like creepy there's adult like clubs, adult clubs yeah. and networking things that are uh-huh. like, we know that you just moved here. Like, let us yeah. help you like find your community, your tribe. Yeah. It's always find like weird, your tribe yeah. always, which is such disgusting. Yeah. Language language. <clears throat> so this leads me to think of like why someone would want to work for Amazon. Uh-huh. Like we know. Well, and just the corporate culture in general. Yeah. Corporate culture. Cause like we've talked a little bit about warehouses <clears throat> and like, the other staff which to be honest is like where i would want to focus because they need the most like support and they need to unionize and they need like and they have all these boycotts going on but like there's also this like weird aspect of the offices Uh because you've actually interviewed there right i worked in e-commerce for almost 10 years and when i was younger i would get hit up sometimes by recruiters this is especially like when you know it was like really big but not to the scale that it is now yeah to be honest even now when i look at linkedin like almost every job in e-commerce like the advertising they're still advertising massive and massive amounts of um jobs yeah but for someone um back then that was doing my job you know amazon was like a place that you would go especially they were starting like fashion there Uh like they hadn't done they hadn't really, they sold clothes, but they weren't really doing it in a big way. They only really started um, seriously investing in fashion four years ago, five years ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so 
so yeah, I would get hit up by recruiters. And so I've had phone screenings with them. And I've also had recruiters, like other recruiters, not Amazon recruiters, but other recruiters like try to get me to like interview with them. Uh And and the interview process is famously bizarre. Yeah. There was like an expose about how fucked up their interview practices are. Yeah. Because it's all based again on this like weird psychology of Bezos where Uh the church of Bezos, the church of Bezos where he thinks that like, you know, in order to like fulfill this, like, uh, customer and like growth need, Uh you have to like specifically find people who are like, who are, um, you know, they have to be super, super smart. They have to be super adaptable. They need to be customer obsessed. They need to, they have to like have all these very specific qualities. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and also because the culture was just like an engineer culture, Uh it's like the epitome, epitome of like a, a tech, tech bro engineer based culture where from the very beginning they were really competitive, really aggressive, very like a lot of tactics that would keep other people, other kinds of people out a lot of like stop a lot of diversity. Yeah. So like just inherently in those practices, I mean in the expose, it was like, yeah, they would ask people like really like specific riddles and complicated math questions as part of like I'm like say I'm interviewing for like a marketing job uh-huh. there would be like a panel of like engineers who'd like be at like asking me like very complex like so a train leaves riddled. the station yeah, at three literally whoa so, shit like that that's like you're in an interview and you're like fuck you like why like yeah why are you like grilling me on the in this like weird <clears throat> um but it, it happens with tech companies all the time still. People yeah. act like that. Yeah. I've like literally interviewed in the last like year and like someone's been like, so like, you know, say you were, it's like a weird scenario. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they're trying to like trick you up. They're trying to up. figure out like how you would respond how your brain to works and all this stuff. Yeah. Well, and I got this email, mm-hmm. um, that, that highlighted this article by a, an ex Amazon recruiter, I guess. Mm hmm where she's she's telling you how to get hired at Amazon. And some of the things like I read it because it was yeah. right before we were recording this and I was like, "Wow, this is perfect timing." <clears throat> some of these things that she says are precludes me from ever being right. eligible to to participate in one of these interviews. It's too bizarre and too specific. Like yeah, it, it doesn't the- it doesn't allow you to be a person no 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 you because you can't be no yeah so her sort of like headlines this is my favorite headline of hers don't sweat the small stuff like title salary or benefits what that those are the big stuff right (laughs) like especially salary and benefits those are not things that I'm not gonna sweat like those are the things that need to line up with my needs in order for this to make sense if right. I'm interviewing, if I'm an applicant. Yeah. No, but it's leading you down the trail of allow for abuse. Right. Like just allow right. them to, to control and abuse you because and you're just, that's how it's going to be. Even just calling it the small stuff. Like, yeah, 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 I understand that titles don't matter because titles are fucking ridiculous at every corporation right now and, and any company, small, large, whatever titles are truly meaningless because they're all over the fucking place but 
calling salary and benefits the small stuff to not sweat is bunk <laughs> because that it, that assumes a level of privilege right right of course that yeah. you're com- because like what if i'm coming in and like i need money <laughs> like i'm applying for a job yeah therefore yeah. i need a job therefore i need to get paid to live that's what a job is for right so why am i not worried about the salary oh like oh the benefits aren't that whatever like no i need those things right that's like how to live the whole point of working is so that you can live yeah yeah and if you're gonna be like in this like operating in this kind of economy like the least you could do is like try to obtain some kind of yeah living wage you that's truly actually your only responsibility to yourself because you know that you're part of a machine that like truly doesn't care about anyone or anything on the planet so you might as well like try to like live through through it yeah <laughs> like, right so it's like oh also just don't care it's about. Bas- it's That's very so bizarre it's very nihilistic it's like well you're just gonna die anyway right so who cares it <laughs> i mean that's how it reads to me so basically the reason why she's saying don't sweat the small stuff like title salary or benefits is because she's saying like everything that amazon does is is very amazon it's not like the other girls you know it's like maybe your title will be like technically a uh lower title than you had at your other company but you're at amazon now you know like that kind of that's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. what she's yeah. saying um and she's like you know focus on the scope of the position instead of the title or compensation compensation and i'm like sure but also it's not like why is that either or because, because they overburden <laughs> employees yeah exa- that's why literally what then the next paragraph starts like this no matter the title or level, you'll wind up with far more responsibility yep. and autonomy than you expected or even imagined. If you get precious, listen to this bitch. If you get precious about title or money right off the bat, not only will you do yourself a disservice, you will be flagged as a poor cultural fit. Oh, this is disturbing. It's really disturbing. And it's all part of this like weird fucked up millennial. Like, yeah, like you, you little privileged you to- bitch. You think you deserve everything. It's like, you what? have to not sleep. You have to drink 10 lattes a day. You have to be work, thinking about work, doing work, wanting to work all the fucking time or yeah. else you're a useless piece of shit. And that's this what, is that's, exactly what that's this literally says what to that's me. Saying. That's what we're buying into by living this fucked up capitalist system is yeah we have to work to live yeah and and anyway i'm maybe taking this a little too seriously no no but that is part of like the whole psychotic i mean it is like an abusive relationship where you have to like prove yourself you have to be overburdened you have to overwork for them you cannot have work-life balance you have to put in yeah like over over time yeah it's like you have to put in your time what's outside of your you know scope well, yeah and that's what it's saying to, like to to like you'll wind that up you're, yeah that you're worthy of yeah yeah you'll wind up with far more responsibility than you expected that's a bad thing for a which job which is fucking stupid because it's also like it's just fucking amazon and it's just selling shit online yeah like what are people not doing like like serious. step away for a second and consider what the fuck is going on in yeah. the universe? Yeah. You're not, it's all part of this game. None to tell of this you, like, is important. None of this is important. Yeah. It's just getting someone something that they want within a couple days. You're not fucking saving lives. You're not out like sol- solving some human crisis. No. 
You're not doing anything in that fact, important. In fact, you're contributing to most of the human crises that exist already. <laughs> and it already. all goes in the pockets of this fucking trillionaire yeah. who's not doing sh- jack shit with his wealth. It's like, it's so <sighs> unsettling. So I, I think it's clear that the interview process is fucked up. <laughs> and yeah, the, the yeah. way that this woman, this recruiter for Amazon is telling potential candidates to behave is fucked up, is self uh, self-sabotaging in well, my in my eyes yeah because all of the principles that are taught to you by either amazon people or recruiters who base their principles on amazon stuff uh-huh. it's all it's all like a weird system to force people to behave a certain way yeah and the behaviors are not necessarily that great like a recruiter will be like you have to answer with these three things yeah and if you don't you fail yeah okay but but it's also weird that a recruiter is telling you that. So so, well, the, the recruiter is following the, their al- algorithm, right. and the person who's interviewing you is following that algorithm. Right. And if you don't follow that algorithm, you don't get hired. Then you're not a good culture. Then you're not fit. a good fit. But what I'm quote, saying unquote. is, it's bizarre that they have this like algorithmic way of interviewing that all you have to do is just follow what they tell you to do. Right. Which means that they're just going to hire more and more robots. Yeah. Because their culture is robotic. Yeah. And I think what we're getting at is that the co- at the core of, again, of this rotten, rotten. fruit yeah. <laughs> is that their, their culture is this robotic, never adapting, never evolving, never like it's never going to be inclusive. Yeah. It's never going no. to be diverse. Right. Cause they don't want it to be. It feels very exclusive to say, if you get precious about title or money, like you're just, that's like talking down to right. me well, the other thing is like this is all kind of leading to it needs to be broken up yeah there's like no way when you have this kind of corporate power consolidated there's nothing that any brand or any other competitor could do to truly compete with yeah with this monster yeah. no it's a monster this whole conversation I've just been thinking about this like ooze slime monster that just like is growing out of control and just like gobbling up everything around it and getting bigger and more powerful. Like it's like really Mm. insidious and like spooky. Yeah. 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 It needs to be broken up Uh and there needs to be like serious things put in place. Here's the other thing. There needs to be government intervention on all levels. There needs to be federal government intervention. And also the city of fucking Seattle needs to step as fucking. I'm like honestly horrified by how Jenny Durkin responds to corporate interests in Seattle. It's like truly awful. She's a corporate classic gay corporate shill. (laughs) I mean, it's just so depressing i mean i think that like yeah we got what we voted for right like everyone knew like i didn't vote for her that's for sure well yeah it's just the majority of people like i think they were like they had their like liberal blinders on they were like oh she's gay she's gay like (laughs) it's like classic white seattle classic yeah oh she's gay oh she's great she's like a minority (laughs) (laughs) she'll totally help us out meanwhile yeah she singularly allowed Amazon to reverse attacks to aid homelessness in Seattle. That was a tax similar to one in, in Portland. Portland has a, the same tax that is on large corporations. 
and only very large corporations, by the way. You have to be mm-hmm. like over like a certain amount. And the tax was passed and then reversed because of pressure from Amazon and other corporate large corporations in Seattle. And How Jenny is Durkin, that even legal? For it to be reversed. Yeah. They can do whatever. I mean, it's the council and the mayor. They just <sighs> reversed it. They voted and they reversed it. Anyways, this is like getting into like deep Seattle, like, yeah. but just generally like local government. I mean, it, in New York, yeah. AOC, yeah. AOC worked, fought really hard mm-hmm. to keep Amazon at bay. I'm glad that that. Me too. That that got squashed. Me too. Squashed or quashed? Are they either. both applicable? I, either. Yeah. Either are it's applicable. Quashed is definitely a word though. Quashed. quashed. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, so yeah, AOC, I think you could just really see the difference between the two cities and yeah. how they reacted. And yes, there was someone like the governor, right, was still like on Amazon side, but like at the local level, the community and yeah. the local Congress people were like really hard yeah. on Amazon and really questioning what their motives yeah. are, rightly so. Yeah. And then in Seattle, meanwhile, they literally, Amazon literally was like, we're not going to build our tower anymore. And then Durkin pulled yeah. immediately buckled and yeah. pulled the, the tax. Yeah. So what it comes down to is when you're voting for your representatives at every level of government, mm-hmm. if you are anti giant corporations taking over the fucking planet, which they already have, then you need to be voting for people who yeah, also, from your- hold those same values as from your city council all the way to president. Yeah. Like literally like look at who your city council is. Yeah. Cause it will matter. And then I guess we need to like cancel our prime memberships. This is really hard. Like I feel like <laughs> it's really awful. <laughs> I do kind of feel like it's the same thing with cars. Like it's like part of me is like, and like climate climate crisis stuff because we're all part of the system and we're told every day that we have a personal responsibility to do these things mm-hmm. or being vegan. Right. Like I know yeah. that I know in my heart I should be vegan, but, but, the, but also the other part of this is the reality is me eating chicken for lunch is not actually what's, what's right. going to change the climate crisis or actually, I guess me eating beef for lunch right. is not going to, or not is not actually going to change the climate crisis, right? Like, actual action is your vote. Yeah, I agree. Not, not yeah, to say that we shouldn't try to cut down on meat or, or all yeah, of the small that's things. What like, it was, it's like there's, like, incremental things anyone can do pers- personally. Mm-hmm. But, like, the huge amount of difference is not going to be made until, like, these big changes. Are, yeah. You know? And, all and these, these huge all corporations these are broken up and dismantled Uh uh-oh now i'm getting very bernie sanders (laughs) and elizabeth warren yeah she literally has a proposal to break up big tech yeah you know i wasn't gonna mention it but (laughs) i really love elizabeth warren i think she's doing a really good job so far Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be so depressed if she doesn't win the nomination but anyway that's a whole different i mean there are only a few people that i really want to to win it. I think she's I think she's got a pretty good shot though. But I think that I think that if you're interested in this topic, you should read her her um policy proposal because I do think it's very detailed. Everyone that I've talked to who like is a really progressive person in tech is like totally for it. 
um, because I think it would make a big difference. And also it's healthy to break up big giant corporations. It's what we've done in America before. Literally, she says in her policy proposal, we did this in the turn of the century when there were, you know, big oil barons that like were had all the wealth and you break it up and it's we have the only way you can sustain. We have supposed laws against monopolies in this country yeah, and somehow we only have monopolies. It's like very. <laughs> yeah. Cause we have a toothless like government that yeah. doesn't do shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's, let's rate this bad boy, this bad bald boy. <laughs> you didn't like that. Bad bald. No, I was trying to work with balls in. Oh, God. bad bald bo- These balls. Bad bald, bald balls. These bald balls. Oh, do you think Bezos has bald balls? Yeah, probably. Yeah, he probably gets his whole body waxed. Waxed. He yeah. looks very or like lasered. Shiny. Oh my God, he's like that slick floor in Wendy's in the back of Wendy's. His skin is like that oily floor. Oh man. I honestly, I really don't know where to go with this okay so first of all what's our rating scale balls boxes (laughs) (laughs) okay rate it on a scale of one to five bald heads do you want to do your review i like don't even want to i'm like (laughs) no i know i think my like my review is like a big goose egg zero out of five shiny bald greasy heads Zero out of zero. The scale is actually zero. (laughs) And my rating is zero. It's a race to the bottom. So everything is literally everything is zero. zero. (laughs) There are zero winners. The funny thing is like the way. There's only one winner, which is Bezos. That's the only winner. Does he even win? Because he's literally destroying everything. And like when all of us are burning (laughs) <laughs> on the fiery no, surface. No, he said. Remember, he said he's gonna go into space. Oh. Wasn't? Didn't he have a thing where he was gonna build a space? Yeah. Uh, system. Or, I'm sure he's thinking about it because he knows that the world's doomed. Yeah, he should be more than thinking about it. He should already be manufacturing. I, he also definitely is doing something with cloning because oh. he does not think that he's gonna die. Yeah, he can't die. Yeah. Okay, so what's your rating? Mine's zero for zero. Zero out of zero bald heads. Yeah, That's I say zero out of five as well. I think an entity like Amazon is completely destructive and and dangerous, dangerous. Mm -hmm. And that the people that are involved in, in running it need to understand what they're doing. Well, what troubles me the most though, is that we're all complicit because we have to be. It, there's now it's like a system. It's yeah. It's, and we're in the system. Yeah. We're in the matrix. Oh my God, it is the matrix. Yeah, we're in the Amazon matrix, and um, it's gonna take like a lot of effort to get to to get ourselves out of the situation. It is similar to like what's happening with Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp, where Zuckerberg is trying to get everyone in in the entire world to be like on some some form of his platform right Mm -hmm. because it will be like eventually like a singular yeah he's trying to like own the internet (laughs) right yeah um and i think tech needs to chill the fuck out this also relates to like how we talked about Mm short-sightedness and that if they were thinking long term it's like a how some rich people are for taxing mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. they're like 
actually, I don't want like a a riot to come to my mansion and burn it to the ground. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to offer to pay taxes. Tech needs to also think long term mm-hmm. and say, hey, actually, maybe it's like. I'm not even sure that that constitutes thinking long term. I think that's still selfish. It's like I'm scared of rioting. It is. It's still self preservation, yeah. but it's um, it's a more long term self preservation than like a short term, like just short term gain. All of it is total bullshit. I think it is a bubble, mm-hmm. and it's gonna burst, and the results will be catastrophic. And the results for Seattle are gonna be catastrophic. But like, I think for the entire. I mean, like for the entire world, there's going to be some kind of like horrible. But the the thing is, I think if government intervenes, there could be a um, a responsible solution, solution. Put in place. Yeah. Okay. Well, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. All right, that's the episode. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> Barely. Thanks for listening. Um, if you have something to get off your chest, email us at rantandreviewpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 805-635-RANT. If you like Rant and Review, please rate and review us on Apple um, Podcasts and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at Rant and Review, Rant underscore and underscore review, and on Instagram at Rant and Review. Bye. Bye. <laughs>